cake is was just better. But yeah. I need a fat seat. You don't need I a need 2000 a fat seat for my fat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh. riding with you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. The DivaCast number 127. Ah, let's make this 5 January 2009. Hey everybody. We are the Divas of the DivaCast and we consider ourselves five fun fabulous friends, uh 40ish something that hang out and do these shows and I'm Suzanne. I'm Carrie and I'm Sharon. We haven't mentioned that that Julian Amy. What's and who, who's the other yeah. one? <laughs> Love you, Amy. Love you. Um, I haven't, here, I haven't been here. I guess I know. people have figured that out. They'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll be back. Um, we're just kind of the, uh, I guess we're kind of the rock. You know what's fun is that I hadn't been there for a couple of shows and I got, a, you know, I actually got some emails like, where are you? And then when I listened Aww. to that one last show that's posted, I don't know, where, where I wasn't there, Robin was kind of a guest. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're recruiting. We're, we're going out. Yeah. I, I find people will work for food. I think, <laughs> Anyway, it was fun because it was like I felt like it was the Carrie show because my name kept coming up in different in different ways. And I was like, OK, I really don't need to be there. They still talk. I, I get more press when I'm not here. You know what? Maybe I should try that. Yeah, no, sorry. You, you can't. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we need no I like yeah. that. I, I, you know what? I'm so bummed that we lost that last show that we recorded. Not the last one, but remember a couple of shows ago? Yes. And we had all those voicemails. Yes. And we, we will play those again. But um, our our computer, the producer, um, something happened to the laptop and it just kind of blew everything up. So we had all, you know, you guys had had tons of feedback for us. We read emails, we mm. played voicemails, but the one that was really my particular favorite was, <laughs> of course, it was about me and it was from the Brazilian listener. I've got it. Oh, I've do? got it. I've Tell got it. Hey, we were, we were trying to wish everybody a happy, a happy holiday and everything. But so we're not rude. We did try to do that. We just, and that just was the show. Up. Yeah, that was the show. Okay. We lost. What is it? Okay. Um, this is, hang on. Okay. Y'all put some pressure on me here. I have to find it. Oh, okay. Sorry. You know, I just want to say that mm-hmm. she, she, she said really good things. And I spoke a little Portuguese to her and said, Oi, to the bane. <laughs> to the bone. And I said, Sharon can't find it. Um, I have it. But I was look tr- on your sheet. I don't have you. Have I have my a funny sheets. one. Can I read a funny one? Yeah, yes. but I just want to say hi email. to my. Uh, but you don't even remember her name. We'll find it, Suzanne. So, <laughs> I, I don't know that I ever had her name. I, I just want to tell her that. Um, obrigada. Obrigada. What does that mean? Thank you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think I asked the same so, question last time. Yeah, you did. Um, but it was just funny because I actually lived in Brazil when I was 16. Um, I was a foreign exchange student. My parents sent me there on a one-way non-refundable ticket because I was rather a wild child and they thought they were going to really um, show me how the other half lived (laughs) if I didn't shape up or ship out. Instead, they shipped me out, went to live there, and I ended up living with this incredibly wealthy family. So we had um, multiple maids. We had a gardener. We had a chauffeur. My Brazilian father owned a hotel. We had... Um, a hundred foot plus yacht that was all hand carved, beautiful Brazilian wood. It took three crewmen who that was their full time job was to man the yacht. And I think I need to misbehave and have my yeah say yeah. That. And so away. I know. So when my parents um sent me there to show me how the other half lived, they certainly did. Now how did they? <laughs> yeah. You get hooked up with this particular family because um we went through a foreign exchange. Well, my parents went through a foreign exchange company. Oh, okay. And my my dad, somebody who had worked for him, his wife was in that business 
And um, her name was actually RG because she was from Argentina. Did your parents have to um... host one? Yes. Oh, oh they did. Were they better behaved than Suzanne? No. No? No. No, no, it didn't. It, it, it was okay. It, it, it wasn't great. Okay, I found it. I never it. heard that side of the story. Yeah. I found it. Hey, hello, Divas. I'm a big fan of the podcast. I'm from Brazil, living in Canada. She's 33. She's not a mama, but she definitely identifies herself with us. By the way, I just love Suzanne. <laughs> I'll read it again. Yes, By the way, I love Suzanne. Obrigada, senhora. <laughs> okay, she inspires me to be more relaxed and patient. Thanks for the podcast. Keep up the good work. It's from Andrea. Andrea. So thank you, Andrea. I Are we reading some emails? Well, I just want to, I have this one that I think is so funny because, Sharon, it, it actually applies to you and your story about the Miss Nude Germany. Oh, yes, when... Zachary was Yeah, you found some interesting stuff on your computer. And this woman, her name is Darlene from, I think it's Menifee, California. She had a similar incident where she got on the computer and she went to the regularly regularly used websites and she found something about, it was a Google search on fat and boobs. (laughs) (laughs) And her son is like 12 years old. And so her and her husband sat down with this poor boy and had this whole conversation with him about how it is normal to be curious. However, it's inappropriate and unacceptable to be on the internet searching for fat boobs. (laughs) And so when her daughter got home from college, her daughter is evidently well endowed and, um, she told her daughter about this story and her daughter just burst out laughing because she was home for, for you know, on, a break. on a break and uh, had done a search on fashion for, you know, big, big bus- busted women and how to look more, you know, <gasps> fashionable. Oh, my gosh. So it was funny. So thank you so much for sharing, Darlene. Oh, that's Loved too it. cute. Okay. And then we've got a shout out from a fellow diva sister, Angela in Oklahoma. She loves listening to you guys and loves the contest. Just and, us guys, not you. Yeah, <laughs> not me. You guys. Just loves you guys. I want to shout out to Kara Myers. She's um, somebody that we met on the Manic Mommies Escape. She doesn't think that we remember her, but we do. So thank you so much. Yeah, for, of course, she's Kara. Our winner. She was our winner for the bracelet. We announced that on oh, the yeah, yeah, show yeah, that yeah. we lost. Oh, yeah, show. Kara. Yes, Kara so, M. We emailed her. Oh, I she think. knows that because we got her address. Right, but let's congratulate Kara. She is the winner. Of yeah. Our okay. Have we mailed the bracelet, bracelet out yet? Giveaway. You have it, Suzanne. <laughs> <has it. laughs> oh, hey, Kara. Kara. Evidently, you don't have it yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's not in the mail, oh, Kara. Darn it! Oh, darn it! Oh, <laughs> Suzanne, have y'all mailed it? Have <laughs> <laughs> y'all my assistant? <laughs> you have it, sweetie. <laughs> have y'all gotten on that? Oh, Kara, sweetie, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I will. Um, that will go to the top of my to do list for this week. Oh, okay. Ooh, all poor right, we're form. good. I had an interesting situation, and I wanted to ask you guys about okay. your own experiences. I this is this is one of those synchronistic, wild moments of life where I there was a woman that I knew when I was in my early twenties who I worked with her. I worked with her at a recruiting agency. She went on to work for EDS and she became sort of a mentor of mine and brought me over to that company and really helped me with my career. And I always thought of her as a mentor. I lost track of her. This is going back like over 20 years. Right. Lost track of her, but always think about her right. as that, you know, person that helped me get ahead in my career. Okay. Thanksgiving, we're heading out to our little Memphis camping trip. I'm at the Chick-fil-A in line, turn around, and this woman walks in. And I look at her and I go, you're Gloria. 
Okay, you guys, I'm talking about our town. I used to live in Virginia. Okay? <laughs> She's not liking our reaction. Is, is she well, Suzanne? Well, no, no. But okay. I, no, but I mean, but how no, weird is this? It's bizarre. Very she, weird. Okay, Whoops. somebody's calling us. I know. Hello. She walks in. I go, you're Gloria. I said, oh, no. I said, I go, I know you. And she goes, I know you too. And I said, you're Gloria. And I knew she didn't know my name, but she knew my face. And I and so it ends up, I haven't seen her in over 20 years. She walks into Chick-fil-A and um, turns out she lives like, a few miles from us. Bizarre. So, Bizarre. I know, but isn't that wild? Yeah, and it's so wild. we're going to connect and have lunch. And she just is so, she's just this lovely woman. And I was thinking about, it just got me thinking about um, people that you've lost track of in your life and people that you'd like to reconnect with and the yeah. whole six degrees of separation kind of thing. And, you know, we have this, we have, we have pretty many listeners. And I was thinking, is there anybody mm. in your life that um, you'd like to, to touch base with that maybe you could put their name out there and see if anybody knows them. <gasps> I do. That's do. a great idea. I do. I do. Okay. This is a girlfriend that we were sweet mates in college at Florida state and her name. Can I, I, I need to say her name. Don't I? Yes. <laughs> you guys guess who it is. Here's the yes. problem. Like even on, I mean, unless you want to pay money to track these people down, like even if you get on Facebook or something like that, a lot of times with the women, they don't put their maiden name, so you can't track them down. So, okay, her name's Margie Rockman. That was her maiden name, Uh and she grew up in Sheepshead Bay, and that's a Brook, that's in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, and she was lovely. I loved her. She got married. She moved back to New York. So I'm assuming, yeah, she's probably in that area. And um, she was a server for a while. Um, Surfer? Server. Like she worked in restaurants. Yeah. Right right out of school. Right out of school. And I'm sure she got married. And she's the one whose mother passed away when we were, and I sent the flowers. She was Jewish. Jewish. She's Jewish. And, um, you know, Say your yeah, name yeah. again, Margie. Margie Rockman. Was R-S-C-K-M-A-N. Was her maiden name. Okay. Right. And okay. I love her. And Margie, I would love to. I would love to. Margie, to if you're out there, if somebody knows her. Get reconnected with her. Well, I have, I have a friend that w- I was really tight with her in um, middle school. And then I, uh, you know, my parents got divorced. We moved. And we stayed in touch for a while with letters. I think even up to the point when after I graduated from college. And then I just lost track of her right her name is kelly mullally m-u-l-l-a-l-y and i love her i love she's like somebody that if i saw her today i would just Mm. it would be awesome her and another girl by the name of irene queller c i think it was c-u-e-l-l-a-r um those two those two women would be so awesome to hook up with but um irene was from indiana and Kelly Mullally was from Ohio. And here's a funny thing. I was on Facebook the other day, and for some reason I'm like, you know, guys are so much easier to track down. So I'm like throwing words. I'm throwing names that I remember from middle school. And I could get my little, um, you know, my little yearbook and go through that right, and, and right. Try, to, try to figure this out. But there was, a, there was a guy by the name of Jay Marzano, and I thought, that guy, that name is so, who's named Jay Marzano? I mean, that's a kind of a. Unique. Yeah. 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 It's not a common name. So I um, put his name in there and he was from Columbus, Ohio. So I, I sent him an email. I didn't, there's no picture. I'm like, this is going to sound really weird, but I'm trying to track down Kelly Mullally. So, but I haven't heard back from him, but I just think it's got to be that, you know, that couple degrees of separation that yeah. we got to, we can track some people down. Do you know anybody? I have a weird story regarding the six degrees of separation. 
actually just a couple degrees of separation. Remember you guys when we did the DivaCast, the Harley ride? Yeah. yeah. And we all got assigned. I mean, okay, how many Harley showed up? Which is, by the way, so dang funny. I thought, Carrie, when you organized this whole thing for us, I thought we were each going to have, you know, there are five divas. So they're going to be five Harley guys that show up. Instead, we are sitting at Starbucks and it looks like a whole new Harley festival going on. When remember one after the other, we had. Okay, so we each got randomly kind of assigned right mm-hmm. to, to ride. Hey, Bubba, this is Sharon. <laughs> I rode with Bubba. <laughs> you did, yeah, Bubba. Yeah, you did. Hey, Bubba. By the way, that was. So, I want to do that again. That was fun. Let's Amy, see, Amy really oh. still enjoyed. It. Amy would come back for oh, that. Amy man. would. She that was the whole different side of her. Yes. yes. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm yeah. sorry. Keep going. No, no, no. Okay, so I'm on the back of this guy's bike. He has a photograph taped to the the, the part of his bike, the Console. gas tank of his bike. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, my God, I've seen that photograph before. This is so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it comes back to me who that photograph is. Unbeknownst to either one of us, months earlier, I had a phone call from a young lady. And she said, hi, my name is such and such. And she said, my doctor, who we both have the same doctor, she said, referred me to you to call you about grief. She said, my sister suicided and I'm having a really tough time with it. So I met with this girl. She was actually getting a degree in counseling. I told her I'd help her any way I could, yada, yada. Fast forward. Here now, I am looking at the photograph that she had shown to me. I, all of a sudden, we're at a stoplight, and I said, I asked him, I said, who is that? And he goes, that's my daughter. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I'm Suzanne. I am Suzanne, who helped your other daughter months ago. <laughs> and he was like, he, 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 his hands started to tremble, and oh. he, got, he got tears in his oh, eyes. And yeah. you know what? I really would like to see him again. We had then, from that, from that moment, it was like, we just had an instant bonding. Yeah, so isn't that neat. beautiful? That is. Because what are the cool. odds? I mean, I, I had no yeah. idea who he was. Hey, listen to, can I tell you yeah. a story? That's just, yeah, yeah. You know how someone tells a story and then there's a story? Right. Okay. And I have one too. Okay. After you're done. Don't forget, Sharon. I know. I write it down. When I was in, um, when I, when after I graduated from college and I was working, okay, uh-huh. in Pennsylvania, I went out with one of my girlfriends. I was engaged. I went out to, to a bar after work. And she said, hey, um, a friend of mine, he's a really close friend of mine where, you know, they, they were not boyfriend, girlfriend, but he's in here from out of town um, from Ohio. Um, is it okay if he comes and meets us for a drink? And I said, sure. So he shows up. Okay. Now, at this time, I'm living in Pennsylvania. Okay. I just mentioned Columbus, Ohio. I used to live in Worthington. And this is a stu- one of those stupid questions. The guy shows up and I'm like, hey had a couple beers. So it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> flaked out. And I said, Hey, he went to Ohio state and I'm like, hey, I used to live in Ohio. Okay. Now Ohio state is a huge <laughs> university. Right, okay. Right. Huge. Understand the synchronicity of this. this is really bizarre. So I say, Hmm, I wonder if you knew anybody that I knew in middle school. Okay. At Ohio state university. <laughs> And I don't mention Kelly Mullally or any of these names that, you know, the Jay Marzino, whatever. There was a boy that I was, um, he was the first boy I ever went with in okay. middle school. His name was Steve Griffith. And I said, hey, why did his name come to mind? God only knows. I say, did you know Steve Griffith? You guys, 
This guy's face drops. My friend is like, her, her mouth flies open. She's like, oh my God, like, ugh. And I go, okay, like I just said something really inappropriate. <laughs> he excuses himself within like a few minutes and what? leaves. And I'm like, what the heck happened? This guy and Steve Griffith were um, fraternity brothers. Steve Griffith ended up being supposedly one of these wonderful guys. Everybody loved. He was engaged to get married. Graduate. It was, I think they're ready to graduate. Goes out and gets killed in a car accident. This guy cannot get over the death <gasps> of his beloved friend. Oh, my god! She's like, you don't understand. She goes, he, he goes back there and sits on the grave with a six-pack of beer and cannot. Oh. What are the chances of me oh, oh, saying oh. Steve Griffith? And this guy, oh my isn't gosh. that wild? That is bizarre. Isn't that wild? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What's your story, Sharon? Top it. Top it. I can't. <laughs> You're under the gun I, now, I'm babe. I'm really just going to sit here. And, and, isn't, and it was so weird for me because I'm like, you know, you have these memories of these young right, kids. Steve Griffith. Right. I'm like, he was so much fun. We play soccer at recess, whatever. Aww. And it was like really kind of, oh my gosh, you know, it was kind of like a, one of those I hope moments. she went back and told him that you guys had, that was your, like you had gone out with him or went with him because that... I don't know. I, I Maybe kinda, in some way that I kind of want the story to go that way. Don't you kind of like when you're telling your story about the motorcycle, I'm thinking, you know, the daughter from beyond has something to do yes. with how that all. Yes. Went. I didn't get on the back of his bike. You I mean, you yeah. Know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how to figure out probability equations. Right. But five D is, you know, <laughs> 20 Harley guys. What's a, what are the odds? It's not the probability of uh, skidding or whatever the hell we talked about that time was like, what is the probability of skidding oh, in rain or whatever? No. Yeah. What's your story? Come on. Uh, well, this was just, you know, you run into somebody. My sister and I, sometime in February, I was taking her kids. We were at Disney World. Okay. Disney World in Florida, where like 50 million gazillion people sit. We're on a, um, the tram going to the park from the parking lot. I look over to the next tram and I say, that looks like our cousin from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting next to him looks like his wife from Canada. Sure enough, we get off that. I mean, that's my cousin from Canada. That's so weird. And I mean, we're on the same tram in Disney. Yeah. I mean, wow. that's. Yeah. Again, we what had, are the odds? Yeah. What and we actually ran into each other again the next day in Epcot. Wow. I mean, you're talking, okay, so let me you, ask you, you could this. have run into him if you wanted to. If you planned right. it. If you tried to. If you tried to, you'd miss him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you guys believe is that just a weird coincidence or do you believe in synchronistic events? Is it destiny? Is it synchronistic? I mean, how, how do you, how do you explain this to yourself? What's the self-talk? You know, I don't know because I, I, I'm, I'm apt to say synchronistic. There's a reason for it. Um, I had a situation when I was working where I locked my keys in my car and one of my patients Mm -hmm. was late for the appointment. And what happened was I called the, um, the patient and the kids the, they had adult children, and what happened was the daughter that was supposed to drive the mother to the appointment had locked her keys in the car. So now the son is bringing the parent while the, while the, the daughter waits for the locksmith. And I said, well, you're not going to believe this, but I locked my keys in the car too. And we were laughing, and he said, well, I'll have her send the locksmith over to the parking lot when you know, when, when they're done. Okay. That in itself of itself was bizarre. So that puts me sitting next to the son in the lobby of the doctor's office. And we start to talk. His son is in Liberia doing work for the Jimmy Carter 
organization. Mm -hmm. My husband had just returned from Liberia. This is before I knew I was going over, you know, to Monrovia. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and said, you know what? There's a reason. There's a reason that I'm supposed to meet you. I don't know what it is, but there's a reason. And when I went, he gave me his card. This guy was like amazing. He was like, if I wasn't married, I'd be like, okay, you need to call me up. Cause he was, he was like 10 years, he was like 10 years older than me, but he had, he had like climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and he had done all these amazing things. And, you know, anyway, he gives, he gave me his card. And when I went, got the opportunity to go to Monrovia, I emailed him and said, is there something that I can do for you with, you know, for your son or blah, blah, blah. And it, nothing really ever happened. So it was kind of one of these weird things. Like why? Why did those, uh, why did that all come together? You know, the locking of the keys in the car. I find out that he's got this connection to, I mean, not many people that you went into know, have been to Monrovia, you know, Liberia. Or have their family member there. Yeah. But, but it never really, it never really came to be that it was anything specific. So then I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe it was just chance, but it just seemed odd. Yeah. And and sometimes I think that like when you say that story, and for all of us, right, sitting here right now, you know what, let's remember this moment, because sometimes the story hasn't even stopped. Sometimes the story is continuing behind the scenes without our knowledge. And what I mean by that is we might get the reason might come out like two years from now, you might go, oh, that's why yeah. I ran into my yeah. cousin, or that's why A, B or C happened. You know, I have talked about um, every once in a while, I talk about how I have set up, and I hate doing this. I don't even like doing it. I have an uncanny ability to kind of pair people. I have set up three couples on blind dates. Um, the first, not the first, but one of the couples I did it to was one of my best friends, Debbie, who lived here in Georgia for a long, long, long time. And um, my husband's best friend, Andy Garrett, who lived, I'm sorry, when you were talking about Africa, Andy lived in Africa at that time, and he was a bush pilot. He was a dentist by education, turned safari bush pilot over in, um, in Kenya. And the first time I met Debbie, it was at, um, we went to a sports bar and a mutual friend of ours introduced. And I loved her and we started talking and she was in a a relatively new divorce. And I I looked at her, of course, a few beers later and I go, oh my God, I know the perfect guy for you. He's perfect. He's this bush pilot. He he lives in Africa. That's exactly what I said. And our mutual friend looked at us like, that's perfect. Like, like, oh Yeah. That's brilliant, brilliant <laughs> idea on your part, Suzanne. And, you know, so it took me several years to finally get Andy and Debbie together. We take Andy to meet Debbie. It is love at Aww. first sight. I could, we, at the end of the evening, we had dinner at like a Ruby Tuesdays or something. Could not pull them apart. Mm. I'm like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. I've got, I've, baby. Got, I've got my baby. I've got Max, my baby you know, my baby with us. And I'm like, I've got to go. Yeah. You guys can hook up tomorrow. So they, Andy ended up delaying his return to Africa. I mean, and again, the story, it was so beautiful. They had the most tender, beautiful love story. I know Carrie's getting teary because she knows the end of the story. The end of the story is, um, they were, they were, um, they were married a year later and then they had Andrew Jr. And he is now um, seven years old. But um, the very tragic part of the story is that um, our beloved Andy was killed two years ago. 
Um, Debbie and Andy, they were going to go, um, initially they were going to move back to Africa and continue Why his... Why is that making me choke up so bad? It's ridiculous, uh, well, but it's sad. No, well, it, because it's such a beautiful story and to have it end in such tragedy. Wow. So they decided to move to Idaho where Andy got a job flying a corporate jet out there. And um, he was on a flight and he was um, a co-pilot. Oh. And anyway, he was killed um, just two years ago this month. I can't believe that's two years ago yeah. already. Wow. Yeah, two years ago. And, you know, but you wonder again. Um, and How long were they together? How many eight, years? eight years. Oh. Yeah. And he was he he had to for our listeners to give you a visual. He was like picture George Clooney as a swashbuckling safari safari that's a good pilot. yeah that's a good it was very bit, much yeah. like george clooney if you put george clooney in a like a brown george leather clooney and jacket. magnum pi that's yeah. a picture that's yeah a, that's flying like this open cockpit did you meet him yeah yeah, yeah. we're um, trying to get him to buy our house remember yeah and get him in peachtree city i know yeah. i know mm-hmm. but um he was and instantly have a huge party around him you um, know it was interesting um it's, it's not funny but it's kind of a sick funny is that um, as you guys know, Suzanne's brother was killed in a, in a plane crash. So my husband feels, he, he used to feel, or he still does to some extent, nervous when he flies. So the, the thing that we used to say is, we're like, listen, how many people do you know who've been killed in a plane crash? Okay. I'm like, Suzanne's brother, you know, we kind of got the car. We're fine because we're not, we, there's no way that we're going to know two people or know of, you know, close, right. you know, connection of two people that have been killed in a plane crash. And then we hear Poor Andy and then when I call you, yeah, killed. I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> maybe we should I just know. not be friends with Susan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or maybe she just gets all the, you know. Well, she's got a lot of pilot connections. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But it's just, yeah, I know. Well, not really. Your brother wasn't a pilot. So no, my brother was a passenger, yeah. and that was yeah. on an American Eagle flight. So yeah, yeah, go figure. Go yeah. figure. Okay, well, maybe it's just on that side of the ring. <laughs> I know. Don't say that because you know what? Because there's a part of me that actually feels like that when you've had when you have had. Um, catastrophic yeah. events in your life because you as you guys also know my husband's mother was murdered so when you've had these bizarre and then you have this huge cancer i mean it's like this yeah. woman has uh, yeah. she's on a huge soul um uh yeah i'm on a rapid is. um rapid yeah. rapid soul soul growth journey in this lifetime so, and just as i want to put this out there I have given Carrie permission to write my memoir, (laughs) (laughs) to write my biography. So if you ever want to know anything about me, (laughs) Carrie knows every dirty little potential blackmail secret. My God, she probably, and she remembers this stuff better than I do. Yes, if she told Sharon, Sharon would be able to write it. (laughs) Okay, Suzanne. I think I knew her. Something I want to say here. Yeah, there was some big event that was shaped her life. I would love, though, to hear our listeners' stories about their, you know, synchronistic events or like six degrees of separation or, you know, we were just talking before this that, um, that Robin knows somebody that knows President Bush or do you know any famous people? Yes. Who do you know? Okay. Or how do you, how are you connected? Um, Okay. I went to high school with with Catherine Keener. Now, she, okay, (laughs) okay, 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 okay. She was in, um, the John Malkovich being John Mal- Malkovich. I love that movie. Okay, she's one <laughs> I of the. I can't remember girls. it though. I have to. I she's have to... the aggressive girl on there. I remember okay, the character. Why are you whispering? Real, se- okay. real sexy. Okay. Redhead. Was no, she she's red? a brunette. I got it. I have to go. You have to look it. it out. Was yeah. it being John Malkovich? Yes. Okay. That, that movie is so bizarre, but okay. I love it. She's the one that everybody wants. Okay. Everybody's in love with, kind of scooting around. Uh huh. That's Catherine Keener. She was also in Truman. 
Truman. No, I didn't. I never saw that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. she mm-hmm. was the okay. The, the, his I know yeah, the name. Her lover. Okay. okay, okay. She's married to or was married. I think they got into divorce. You went she to high mar- school with her. Yeah. Okay. She's from. Were a you local friends? Or yeah. Just she's a year older than me. Yes. Let me repeat that. She's <laughs> a year older than I am. Okay. Um, but yeah, she was in tenth. Well, she was a year older. Okay. High school. Okay. But yeah, she was kind of goofy off. Off. You know, drama girl. That's yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She was, but she was really cool. Yep. Oh, and um, anyway, she's best friends with Brad Pitt. So there you go. Okay, wait a minute. Why have we not made this connection before now? What are you Sharon. thinking? We could have had him before Angelina Jolie got a hold of him. We could have. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know Suzanne. I'm sitting here going, oh, well, yeah. We could have at least maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Delivered okay. his mail. Okay, maybe you could I don't have. want Brad Pitt. Yeah, no. But yeah, 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 me either. I don't want him either. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, so she's she's married to my best friend's wedding, McDermott. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in my best friend's yeah. wedding. She's chase uh, who Julia Roberts is chasing. He's getting married to Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't okay, know. You yeah. know who oh, you're, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I, we're I, not I, talking about no, Catherine Keener in real life. We're not is talking about the guy him. that's in, the, in Australia. What's his name? Not no, not Hugh Jackson. Okay. No. This is then I would have to make you make that call right <laughs> now. <laughs> no yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Mm. Hugh Jackson. I thought he was gay for the longest time. Somebody told me he was gay. That's not that guy. I know. You're, you're thinking of who is her best friend, but who she chases after he ends up marrying Kath- Cameron Diaz. Yeah, Maybe but she I don't tries know to break saw, him up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember anyway, him. All never I mind. Had Suzanne, you know I'm you. talking about. Yeah, right? I do. I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. I was anyway. just going to say, you know what? I, I had Muhammad Ali all to myself. I know. For yeah, days, the cancer. Yeah. Days on end, Muhammad came to me. <laughs> okay. okay he's not sexy so no, it's not I enticing I, me. it's just nice because he no no it was like very cool sweet guy, it was just yeah. it was just when i um you know and i've shared this right, before but right. it's just it was very interesting and very strange because when i was at um emory hospital being treated for cancer when i had my first uh go around was back in 2000 we were the only two patients on the floor so you know when i had to get up and walk the hall that was my big like um, and Muhammad Ali would come in my room every day, a couple times a day, and he'd he'd shuffle in. And he was, of course, being evaluated for his Parkinson stuff. Um, and it was difficult to understand him, but he would come and tell me jokes. Oh, so I was, yeah. of course, high on morphine and don't recall them. They were funny, but they oh, they were extra funny. And, and you have a I, I remember you having a blog post on that on dearzanny.com. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, on dearzanny.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote about it. But so Muhammad, you know what? If any of our listeners know. <laughs> You know, it could be somebody out there might have a connection to Muhammad Ali. Um, I look a lot better now than I did when I... <laughs> he doesn't care. No, no, no. It was, But it was very sweet, and I was very grateful. Because of that, he helped me get some really, through some rough moments when I was in absolutely excruciating pain. So he has no idea how he helped me kind of kind of overcome because I, there were times what if, if somebody would have put a gun in my hand, I, you know, I, yeah. I mean, because it, it so was that horrible. So he was yeah. there for a re- It was synchronistic. Yeah, so was what a blessing for, for um, the universe to send that type of man who has overcome such adversity and talk to me. So isn't that cool? Yes. Yeah. I had this um, um, interview with this doctor. His name is Dr. Alan Hamilton. And he wrote this book called the scalpel and the soul. And, we want to do a show on that, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. we want to do a show on it's, that. It was awesome. Each chapter is a different situation of somebody overcoming the odds because of 
you know, their belief system and it wasn't any specific, you know, religion or anything like that. But, um, the book was awesome and it was just all about, you know, your soul trumping science. Like he was, Mm -hmm. he was a Harvard grad, you know, totally seeped in science, didn't Western really believe medicine. He was a surgeon. Yeah. And brain surgeons, surgeon. They, yeah. All they know is cutting. Right. Brain surgeon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's their... That's, but time after yeah. time and story after story, you know, things that were unexplainable, um, inexplainable, inexplainable? Inexplainable. By, no. yeah. by yeah. science, you know. Um, but talking about synchronicity, he had this whole story about this burn victim, and I'll save all the details, yeah. but, but his... Um, the, the child's father dies and he ends up getting skin grafts and end up, ends up healing. He should have died. You know those stories. Right. He should have died. But the very last day of his, of this doctor's, you know, whatever you call it, what's it called? Your rotation or whatever when he mm-hmm. was in this burn, vic, uh, burn victim unit, whatever. The very last day he's there, this is going like 10 years later, he, this kid is in the elevator when he's leaving for the last time in the elevator with the mother. He doesn't recognize the kid, but he knows he's a, ver- a burn victim. Sure. And the mother... He recognizes and he's like, I mean, the, syn- the synchronicity of that, that that's yeah. when I go, okay, that's, there's no way, like, right. you know, with you seeing your cousin, Sharon, it's like, there's no, yeah, that's no got to be orchestrated beyond. somewhere beyond, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, even I think about when I was searching for my new profession mm-hmm. and I've talked about this. I mean, I did a lot of soul searching, a lot of praying. And I mean, I just didn't know what to do. And I've said this before, my girlfriend used to have a pretend doll share and like every day was a new outfit depending yeah. on what I was going to be that, that day. That was fun, yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I was sitting in a class with a nurse and she we were going back. I was going to be a, um, a teacher for middle grades, math and social studies. She's like, boy, if I could do it all again, I'd be a speech language pathologist. I was like, really? Why? And she goes through it. I walk over, talk to someone, the head of the department's right there. She says, go get your transcripts. They're down the hall. The guy's in his office. Everybody has my transcripts, hands them to me. I walk over to her. She looks it over, puts together the contract and says, I'll have you out of here in two and a half years with your master's. Wow. And it was going to take me a year and a half to get just certified. And it was like, boom. You know, I mean, that fell into place. Yeah. And that's something you guys, both of you need to talk about on a show is, is, is finding your second career. Yeah. And how Especially you- this time of year. Yeah, people are really how you went about struggling Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So anyway, so yeah, that was she was meant to be there with me. Okay, it's it's so hard to know, like when you're in that situation, you know, if things fall into place easily, you feel like, okay, this was meant to be and trying to determine, okay, well, then if it all fell in so easily, why am I not getting the results that I'm expecting? And Mm. also on the flip side, if it doesn't, what you think you have in mind and you're trying to put all those pieces together and you're having struggles and you feel like you're hitting brick walls, when to say, okay, I need to give up and go in a different direction or, you know, to push through. Yeah. That's such a hard, those are two different like things that I struggle with a lot. It's like, okay, but I guess that's where the prayer comes in. That's where, I mean, I really did because like, I mean, my husband was pushing me to be a court reporter. Mm hmm. And I mean, I was like, I was dealing she with was this She was drinking woman. vodka when she went to get I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was you know, I go to do That's a sure wash. sign you're going the wrong way. Yeah, I go to do mouthwash and it's Jack Daniels for my, my prep. I'm thinking, okay, I, this is not meant I to be. I love that story. That's a great yeah. story. Sort of like your crosswalk with the beer. You're just a little alky. Maybe you should be giving up the alcohol for 2009. Yeah, because Sharon doesn't really drink that much. We, we do yeah. drink her. So the, wait, okay. I am probably the lightweight. Okay, wait. I have one more story. One more okay, story. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. 
Uh, this is um, so amazing to me and how I found my, th- my therapist, Barry. I was at a conference. My husband dragged me kicking and screaming, shoved me out the door to go to this conference in Canuga, North Carolina. Can you, be- <laughs> can you believe it? Can you believe it? I don't even know where that is. I don't think exactly. That's my point. <laughs> that is my point. Care. It is oh, okay. out in the godforsaken nowhere. Okay, this- but all our Canuga listeners, we, we love, love you. you. Yes. Okay. We're well, so oh, happy you're in Canuga. Well, now I love Canuga, by the way. It's very, very beautiful. So there's a spiritual retreat. Okay, I, I don't understand. If someone was throwing me out to a spiritual retreat, I'd be like, okay, okay but, babe, but, bye. Okay, but at that, at that point, I was still very fresh out of my cancer. I was tired. Oh, okay. And, and it was a six-hour drive. I just didn't have a lot of stamina, um, stamp, physical stamina, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a lot of, and then I didn't have a lot Why of emotional flyer, Robin? stamina because it was, it was, it would have almost taken just as long. <laughs> okay. I ended up meeting some huge key oh, people. I remember that story. This is when I yeah. met Robert Johnson. Um, he's still alive, by the way, but he's one of the last disciples who had direct experience with C.G. Young, who's one of my um, heroes. So. During this conference, I were supposed to be recording our dreams, and I record a dream, and there's a man there named Barry Williams. Well, he's, he's pretty um, world-renowned for his work with dreams, and um, I had a dream of, that I was sailing on a very beautiful yacht, so I had no idea what this dream meant. The next morning... That, that was the end of the dream. The next morning, I go to breakfast. I see Barry Williams sitting by himself eating breakfast. I approach him, and I'm kind of shy and a little bit awkward, and my self-confidence has just um, been shaken by the whole cancer thing. And I go up to him, and I said, excuse me, um, I, I just want to tell you, I said, I-, I had a really interesting dream last night, and, you know, could you help me just understand, you know, what this means? And I'm thinking he can just, like, do a cookbook thing because I have mm-hmm. no idea what dream work entails at that time. And I said, yeah, I said, I had this dream about this beautiful white yacht that had this, like, gold trim that just glistened. And he's listening to my dream. And he goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he, said, and he asks me questions. Well, was it about this size? And I said, no, it was like maybe 80, an 80-foot 80 and beautiful sails on it. And it was antique looking. He opens his wallet and he pulls out a photograph. And he goes, did it look anything like this? I damn near fainted. <laughs> it was the yacht in my dream. Unbeknownst to me, it was Barry's yacht. It's the vessel, his vessel that I dreamed of. Mm-hmm. So, from, and he's your dream therapist. So he, um, that was the beginning of our relationship. As mm-hmm. wow, um, yeah. yeah. Did he look at all like um, he was shocked? Okay, he had never had That's that happen neat. before. He, he was Soul he was connection. He was at, he was just as blown away as I was. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions, by the way, you know, go to um, dearzanny.com and ask me. I can give you his phone number. He people he does charter rides, especially this time of year. Um, and he does dream work out on the yacht. People can pay. He's been on there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I've sailed on his yacht. I was, um, I was there for a week with my husband and son. Mm. Is there anybody, Suzanne? You didn't bring up a name. Is there anybody that you'd like to reconnect with that you haven't already? Um, maybe somebody knows them out there. Nope. Not nothing that's coming to mind right now. Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. Because right. I find a lot, I have found people that I've wanted to. A great resource, by the way, it's called anywho.com. Oh, really? Yeah. A-N-Y-W-H-O dot com. It's free. You just go and you type in a few information. Yeah, because there's so many of these places that try to charge you. Yeah, no, this is absolutely free. And I found um, one of my former professors 
um, Hope, who now lives here in Atlanta, and we've reconnected. But she was a huge, huge influence on me. We worked with this girl at MCI, and we've been down here for about 10 years now. Doug's your husband. Right. Doug's my husband. We've been down here for 10 years. This is Sharon. And he ran into a girl that he was working out, and she was leaving. And he's thinking, oh, my gosh. It was someone he had worked with like 14 years ago. Hmm. And he, I guess, like flagged her down. And, the, and she didn't recognize him. And, she, and he said, it's Doug Martin. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And she lives here. He looks so different than he used to. I know. Um, he does. Was, I've seen pictures of him when he was younger, and he's, he's probably the one out of all of us that have changed. <laughs> I think it has to do with the hair. It's big on the hair. You know, it's funny. When it's, Robin's looking at me like, wait yeah. a minute. Uh, one of the things I did for Christmas, I put a bunch of our um, cassettes on DVDs from home movies and things mm, like that. Great idea. And I ran across our... Um, engagement party oh i want to see it and he looks so handsome i want to see it yeah, i'm not oh. saying he's not handsome i he love still doug is, i love i'm just husband. saying that he's changed a lot don't tell him i said that <laughs> he, he won't listen so to the show no, funny do you have listen. a dv a dvr no i i paid uh nick kate's to oh. do. all right yeah, I want a DVR so I can do my own. Carrie, yeah. I'm having so much fun with your husband, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. Do tell. Ah, uh, I tell you, Joey. That's why he's no good to me. When I get <laughs> I'm You're like, honey, go to the safe. Yeah. Go to the safe. He's like, yeah, okay. I don't need the safe. <laughs> go no to the safe thanks. where all of our toys are. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! Joey is re, um, remodeling our master bathroom right now. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. We're just, we, he and I have a lovely banter that goes back and forth. And if I could pick a brother, I would pick him in an absolute heartbeat. I feel like I can tell that man anything, but it's, it feels so, he feels so warm and safe. So we have this, he is. And so we have this joke going on about, um, we started talking about a design aspect of the shower and I said, oh, you should call that. That should be like your, your Joe feature or your signature signature thing. And he goes, yeah, I can just say, oh, I'm going to add a little Joe. To <laughs> I said, yeah, that could be like the tagline, you know, on your stationery or your truck or whatever. Add, add a little Joe to your project. So then um, thinking about Mojo and I thought, oh, she blew dry her hair and she looked at herself and said, I got my Mojo. <laughs> I went to Joey. I'm clapping my hands. It was so funny. I was so excited. I skipped into the bathroom and he's looking at me like, oh my God. And he goes, um, I go, oh, Joey, Joey, Joey. I said, you know what? You can go home and tell Carrie. That's where the whole concept of Mojo I came because you are like more Joe. I said, we'll just call you. I want some Mojo. <laughs> That's what Mojo remodeling. That's what we're yeah. going to call yeah, so we, yeah, Mo Mojo remodeling. Yeah. I know. I think I, I think there's a little something something to it. Yeah, he was he was over there the other night, and the girls for some reason were gone. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, he needs to come home, and we're going to have some alone time. And um, and I call, and I'm trying to track him down because I think his car's in the in the truck. And <laughs> Suzanne's like, come on over, we're having wine on the porch. And I'm like, no. <laughs> You know what she, she carries? She goes, because I'm like, oh, come on over. And I said, I thought you were coming over. And we're going to record a show tonight. And I'm like, and we're still waiting for Sharon. I don't know why I they called thought we Robin. were coming I over. Ca- yeah, I called Robin and left him a message that I wasn't, just wasn't going to make it that day. Yeah, I know. But like, we're home. We're yeah, home. And so you call him on a cell phone? Yeah, you can't call him on the cell but phone. But he was yeah. working that day. It was, I know, but how can we call day? my house phone? Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, so anyway. So we're sitting there drinking wine, and she goes, oh, great. He'll be of no good to me now. 
because he's got you know he's allergic yeah. and he if a lot of times if he'll drink wine his face blows up and he gets all like tired and puffy and i'm like great <laughs> that's not working for me i better go i'll just go walk back on the safe and forget it <laughs> i better go use my toys before he comes home oh, oh we gotta okay. get out of here okay go. let's go let's wrap it up okay you guys take care um, don't care. forget hey hey whoa, whoa whoa one more thing what um i'm on manic mommies wait tell us yes um i did a interview with Kristen about hey. her son anders being evaluated okay. and assessed so that's posted on manicmommies.com. And we are blogging on our website. So join us. Please write yeah, a comment pick, yeah, yeah, about we, our we want to have your that's voice. That's our 2009 commitment is we will be blogging three or four times a week. So hey, come on. Hey, speaking of the Manic Mommies. Yeah. I think we're parasitic, but um, <laughs> I I got involved with them through their Big Tent forum, and I'm going to be doing, they have a little book club going on. There's a book called Sideways, and then there's another one called Matrimony. Um, we're all reading the book, and then the author is going to come on um, Big Tent, or actually on a separate blog, and we're going to have a conversation with the author there. And then I'm actually going to have both of those authors on my on my show words to mouth so if you guys are into book clubs but you don't have time to meet with people in your area cool. and you want to do it online Excellent. you can um get involved with that and then listen to the interview on my show and um you know pose your questions and i can ask the author and um it's fun i think we're just going to change the name to manic divas i think so <laughs> <laughs> or diva mamas yeah yeah <laughs> diva mommy if you have any relationship questions that you need a little help help something something sorting out you know what call me at 678-884-0524 that's dear zanny or just you know email me at dearzanny.com okay you know what's so funny a lot of people say dear zany zany yeah, it makes you sound kind of crazy i know isn't that funny <laughs> i know zanny and it's zany it uh was my nickname when i was lived over in europe was mm-hmm. my my roommate started to call me so okay call all right us. diva sisters okay. See ya. bye bye see ya <laughs>